This is the Aspen Public Radio Newscast. I'm your host, Eleanor Bennett, here with your top stories this Thursday. The coalition trying to recall Tony May from the Garfield RE2 school board says it has enough signatures to trigger a recall election. During last night's board meeting, the coalition's leaders called on May to step down. Here's Willow Bratzman. Your resignation would save taxpayers the expense of a special election around $37,162, and it would also pave the way for a smoother transition, allowing the board to focus on its primary mission, providing the best possible education for our students and following the strategic plan. The coalition says May used his position to bully and intimidate district staff and parents and to push a political agenda. That includes proposing the right-wing American birthright standard for the district's social studies curriculum, though the effort ultimately failed. May also instructed fellow board members not to reply to emails on several topics in the spring so that the emails would not be subject to public records requests. In the emails, he accused Latino advocacy group Vosas Unidas and former Roaring Fork Schools superintendent Jesus Rodriguez of pushing, quote, radical agendas and didn't want them speaking to students in a planned Latino youth summit in Rifle. Irene Whitrock is an organizer with Voces Unidas, and she spoke during yesterday's board meeting through an interpreter. Como padres, exalunos, votantes y miembros de la comunidad, tenemos la responsabilidad de involucrarnos y desempeñar un papel activo en nuestras escuelas y gobierno local. She says as parents, alumni, voters, and community members, the Latino community has a responsibility to get involved and play an active role in their schools and local governments. Whitrock says that's why she and others are holding May accountable for his actions and calling on him to step down. After last night's public comments, May thanked members of the public for voicing their opinions but did not respond to their grievances. The recall petition is due tomorrow. The Garfield County clerk has 28 days to validate the signatures, and then May will have five days to resign or force a vote. May has yet to respond to Aspen Public Radio's requests for comment. The city of Aspen will sponsor two major winter sports events coming up, both of which are produced by the Aspen Skiing Company and other partners. Kaya Williams has more on the six-figure deals that the city council approved Tuesday night. The city will spend more than $137,000 to sponsor this weekend's X Games at Buttermilk Mountain. Then for the World Cup races at Aspen Mountain in March, the city's paying hundred grand in cash, plus an estimated $178,000 of in-kind support to waive some city fees and costs associated with staff time. That number's up nearly 80% from last winter and could get even higher due to circumstances like a big storm that requires snow removal help from the city. Aspen Mayor Tory supported Skiko's funding request this year, but he thinks some of the cash might need to come from elsewhere in the future. Times have changed a little bit, right? Uh, regardless of things getting more expensive and stuff, I think also the city council's responsibility and the way that we're looking at taxpayer dollars and, and the needs that we have in the city are, are kind of different as well. Tory suggested using the Tourism Promotion Fund, backed by a lodging tax for sponsorships, instead of the city's general fund, which gets money from sources like property and sales taxes. From the Edless Neeson Arts and Culture Desk, I'm Kaya Williams. 
Local chef Barkley Dodge of the Aspen restaurant Bosque is a semifinalist again for a James Beard Award. He's one of the 20 nominees for Outstanding Chef this year. It's a category that includes chefs from all over the country who set high culinary standards and contribute to their communities. Last year, Dodge was a semifinalist for Best Chef in the Mountain Division, which includes Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Utah, and Wyoming. The James Beard Awards are known as the Oscars of the food world, and even a nomination is a major achievement in the culinary industry. Dodge is known for his locally sourced ingredients, some of which he forages himself, and his innovative approach to contemporary dining. Current dishes on the Bosque menu include forest broth and lobster grilled over juniper branches. Last year, it became the first and only Michelin-starred restaurant in Aspen. In local arts and culture news, tickets for the popular Green is the New Black fashion show in Carbondale went on sale yesterday and sold fast. The annual show is organized by Carbondale Arts and will take place March 7th through the 9th. All of the Saturday, March 9th tickets have sold out, but there are still some tickets available for opening night that Thursday, as well as VIP tickets for the Friday showing. Theater Aspen is now accepting submissions for its fifth annual Solo Flights Festival, which will take place next fall in September. It's a week-long program focused on one-person shows that are in the early stages of development. Playwrights will get the chance to collaborate with seasoned directors and actors and get audience feedback on their work. They'll also have the opportunity to earn a grant from the Solo Flights Project Advancement Fund. A selection panel will choose two works from the festival to receive $10,000 awards for further development. Submissions for the festival are open through April 12th. In statewide news, it's been over a month since Colorado Parks and Wildlife reintroduced 10 wolves to the state in Grand and Summit counties. CPW is not sharing the exact locations of the wolves to protect their safety, but they published a map yesterday showing the range where the collared wolves have been in the past month. So far, they've traveled mostly north and northwest into Jackson, Route, and Larimer counties, and that region could be dicey for the contentious animals. The committee that helped develop the wolf reintroduction plan originally chose to release wolves near Eagle Summit and Pickin counties because they were more amenable to wolf reintroduction, but the wolves have since traveled into areas that are less populated and more opposed to wolves. The map will be updated on a monthly basis. It'll show where wolves have been, but it won't show where they are in real time. And in regional news from the Mountain West News Bureau, the federal government is suing the state of Idaho over water rights for cattle on public lands, and the outcome could impact water policy across the West. Boise State Public Radio's Rachel Cohen has the backstory. The case originates from a 30-year process of sorting out water rights in the Snake River Basin. A few ranchers contested federal land agencies' ability to hold water rights for cattle because the agencies didn't own the animals, the ranchers did. A state Supreme Court case landed in those ranchers' favor, and Idaho began pushing the feds to give up those rights. Two years ago, the U.S. sued in protest. Marie Calloway-Kellner is a professor at the University of Idaho College of Law. She says the government fears broader implications. If it loses the ability to manage how the water's used, it will lose the ability to manage how grazing happens on these lands. Clive Strong is retired from the Idaho Office of the Attorney General. He says water law in the western U.S. is mostly managed by the states. And this case is important 
because it is testing the boundaries of that deference to state water law. That includes rules like first in time, first in right, and the requirement to put water to a beneficial use. The court is considering motions for summary judgment from both sides. Rachel Cohen, Boise State Public Radio News. The Aspen Public Radio Newscast is produced by our news team, which includes Hallie Zander, Caroline Yanez, Kaya Williams, and me, your host, Eleanor Bennett. You can listen to the show every weekday morning on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you next time.